How many segments have we done in recent months about the labor shortage, right? How bad it is. We did one, I think the most recent was in uh, dealing with uh, rebuilding after Fiona. And they got all this money. I think it was $300 million the federal government came up with and said, hey, uh, rebuild. And they said, okay, great. There's nobody to rebuild. There's no people. <laughs> that labor shortage there, we have here. You know that. We've talked about it many, many times. We're missing a lot of people that we need uh, to do the work that needs to be done especially in the trade. So how do we fix it? Well, make them. It's really that simple. And the looming labor shortage has led construction industry leaders uh, to come up with millions of dollars for scholarships to get more people working in the trades. Uh, the heads of state have teamed up with home builder Jamin Built and industry association Build Alberta. 1,400 students are going to get help through this program to pursue careers in construction. Great idea. Makes perfect sense. And joining us to tell us more about it is uh, Dr. David Ross, who is the president of SATE. Dr. Ross, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thanks a lot, Shane. Looking forward to it. Good morning. This really does. It it makes perfect sense, right? I mean, let's produce more of what we need and and open the door to get more people into your school. It really is uh, the perfect solution at the perfect time. Well, I I agree fully and, and full credit. Uh, to Jay uh, Westman, and but all of the residential home builders who have come together, and and you know it really is a case of um, you know doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results yeah. versus trying something new. And and they're 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 really taking a leadership role in terms of uh, solving this problem. So what are the nuts and bolts? How is the program going to work? So the the they've come together, they've raised, and they've targeted in terms of the full scholarship investment fund, uh, $15 million. So it'll actually be probably more than the 1400 you mentioned. We're probably getting closer to 3000 Oh, wow. Okay. And, uh, yep. And so the money will be available uh, to students um, uh, next year in terms of uh, covering uh, costs of uh, going to school, the tuition and the fees. Uh, and we're looking at how that money can be further spent to support them as well, because when they're coming to school, they're not working, especially in an apprentice environment. And uh, that'll be available for the students to to overcome that barrier, that financial barrier that's causing some students not to participate. And what are some very, from a career perspective, some very lucrative opportunities. How does this fit into the programs that you're running? Are you seeing a shortage of people applying? Will you be able to handle the increased capacity that this should create? I mean, how does that work? So we will, we will be able to handle the increased capacity. We have that in place, and we plan for that. Um, what's happened, though, historically, and as a trend over the last about 10 years, um, with, with the exception of a couple little upticks in the economy, when you do see industry pick up more apprentices, there's been there really has been a, a, a historical a downward trend in terms of the number of folks, not just in construction trades, but across trades in general that are participating and. You all well know that um, economic success in Alberta for many, many decades has been in part defined by uh, the participation of the skilled trades in terms of building the economic potential and reality of the province. And uh, and we're at, we're at a point now with, with baby boomers retiring and mm-hmm. all the things I know you've talked about. Yeah. Um, we're at a point where we need to get more people in those classrooms. Yeah, no question about it. And um, in terms of what disciplines or what trades this touches on, is it open to just about anybody that's involved in construction? It is, and and it's you can imagine construction trades could cover a pretty wide wide gamut. I mean, they use electricians and plumbers and and so on. So our intent is to make sure that people have a a good variety of options. 
and and uh, this will uh, like again will move that barrier to allow them to uh, to participate. Um, is it just your school? I mean, Nate works very closely as well. Is this going to spread across more than just Sate? No, it'll be Nate as well. Nate, Nate's a full partner in this, and uh, and and it was directed by the industry, and they identified the two institutions as as the key contributors. But but you can imagine uh, at a provincial level, you know, what can we do to motivate students across yeah. Alberta? What can we do to get as many Albertans as possible involved in the program will be essential. Um, how can people that think, hey, maybe this is for me, maybe this is exactly what I've been waiting for, how can they get involved? Has that been set up yet or are we going to have to wait for details? Yeah, you're going to have to wait for some details yeah, on yeah. that one. But what I, what I would say is this. Um, you know, folks can still go go to the website. Actually, we have an open house coming up at State as well. Uh, go talk to the folks. Talk to our faculty. Talk to the, the, the people in the program. The stu- some students will be there as well, so they know exactly what the opportunities are. Um, that type of upfront education, so people know what they're getting into, I think is critical, and they can start that right away. Excellent. Great idea. Uh, Dr. Ross, thank you so much for uh, walking us through it. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks a lot. Have a good morning. You too. That's Dr. David Ross, who is president of SAIT. And as he said, this program, uh, not just at SAIT, but also at NATE, it, it seems like a no-brainer, right? Uh, good on the construction industry, the partners involved in this program and getting this going. Uh, it's Build Alberta and Jamin Built coming up with millions of dollars to get more people uh, into the trades uh, education. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.